This, this beautiful, beautiful podcast you are listening to right now is the Conservative Nerds Podcast for December 3rd, the year of our Lord, 2022. And today I would like to, I would like to pose a question to you all. And the question is thus, what is the point where we as a, as a people decide that our government, our currently elected leaders are no longer legitimate, that they no longer were elected by us, and therefore we no longer live in a democratic-style republic. And when that point is reached, what do you do about it? I, this is, I've been increasingly thinking about this lately. Because it feels like sometimes every day, sometimes every week, there's a little bit more information that we get that says, okay, this election over here was a little bit hanky. That election over there, well, that looks downright fraudulent. That election over there, it's hard to tell, but it's definitely not verifiable who actually won. And then this election over here, well, that was... That, that, that was, that was a, so many things happened with that election over there that, 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 that big tech and governments colluded together to censor and suppress free speech in order to impact that election in a, in, in a way that allows specific groups to get elected and other groups to definitely not get elected. And then the people who helped it happen were rewarded financially and given posts within the government. Right. Like just so many dirty, dirty things keep coming up and it just it piles it one thing on top of another. Every every conspiracy theory tends to come true lately. Now, I love a good, a good conspiracy theory as much as the next guy. I mean, heck, I've <laughs> I've been a I've been a guest on on Coast to Coast AM and to talk about. <laughs> All manner of conspiracy theories in the past. Uh, I, I like it. I, I do. Um, but I but I also recognize that many of those times they're just theories, unproven theories, right? Like we put together, um, you know, a, a couple of facts and we say, geez, it seems like mm, aliens abducted Elvis. But I can't prove it, <laughs> right? I'm not saying aliens abducted Elvis. But then there's other occasions where things get ideas, theories get labeled as crazy by the media, by the government that later get proven to be absolutely true. Black helicopters, the silent black helicopters. There was a point in the 1980s where if you talked about the black helicopters, you were laughed at repeatedly it was even talked about in a couple of movies where it was just that's that's crazy conspiracy things these silent black helicopters i don't think so well and then it turns out yeah of course they made silent black helicopters in fact i i used to live in an area of idaho where they used to test those silent black helicopters i I, I saw them they're they're really cool they're cool pieces of tech they're very very quiet and they're very very cool looking little helicopters but there was a point when that was a theory but as it became proven publicly, well, okay, now we just simply have to accept that. And then we look back and say, well, why were, 
Why were the people saying, okay, look, black helicopters that don't make a lot of noise. That's not that, that's not that crazy of an idea. Uh, of course, someone's working on that. And apparently someone made it. Why were those people talking about these silent black helicopters being derided? Why were they being chastised and ridiculed and mocked and made fun of across all of media and by the government? Well, it was to keep them quiet because people didn't want them talking about it. And now we've had that same sort of thing happening. One election-related thing after another. Many of which start out as theories, oftentimes with pretty significant supporting evidence. But still, you know, not proven or not proven to, you know, a a legal standard where you could really uphold the, the evidence in a court of law. But over time... Those things have gotten proven. And throughout that process, the media and the government have chastised the people over and over again who have brought up those conspiracy theories. And as they've gotten proven, it's becoming increasingly clear that, okay, we're not talking about a theory here and there about, you know, one political candidate or or one company suppressing votes or cheating a little bit over here or or censoring news stories over there. It's become a growing, obvious, almost impossible to deny pattern of verifiable, extraordinarily well-documented and provable events that point to a large number of elections over the last several years being utterly and completely fraudulent. Or at the very, very least, so muddy and hinky and screwed up that they can't even be verified at this point. Right? Like, think about it from this point of view. If we were to say, okay, let's look back at the 2020 election between President Trump and Vice President Biden. Let's do a recount. Let's recount the votes and recount all of the verifiable individual votes in each individual precinct and state. Could we do that? No, not a chance could we do that. Even if we had that data... Most of it would be impossible to verify if it was valid at this point. And this point happened almost instantly. It became so muddied almost instantly. Being able to verify it is just off the table. So who won the 2020 election? Well, the the truth of the matter is we really can't verify it one way or the other. So that means that at the absolute best case scenario, the current president of the United States, it cannot be verified whether or not the people voted him into office. It cannot. Now, the, the electors were seated and, and, and vote, cast their votes in the halls of Congress and, and put him in. That much, yes, that happened. But the individual votes of the people... We don't know. And honestly, it looks so much worse than that. I mean, between governor's races and senator's races and and, and individual races across the country, there's just so many of them that have had so many problems. How much confidence can we have as a populace that, that the people 
elected to serve us. We're actually elected to serve us. I can't have a high level of confidence. And that includes the people who I would have voted for myself because, again, I can't have a high level of confidence in the electoral process itself at this point. Right? Now, if all the things that happened in the 2020 election had happened and the net result was that um, uh, the the individual electors receded and, and said, Donald Trump is our president, right? He got reelected for a second term. <clears throat> okay, great. Is that who I would have voted for? Yes. But, is that who I did vote for? Yes. <laughs> but could I prove because of how the election ran that he actually won? No, I couldn't. And that would cause the same sort of issues to be raised now that, that I think are worth raising. And I see more and more people raising it. You know, we have, you know, the likes of the uh, Dinesh D'Souza with the 2000 Mules and that movie. And so many of the issues that came out, let's say, in the, the Arizona midterm elections. There's so many issues. And we're seeing all these issues happening with the, the Twitter files releases where people are showing clearly that the government has been working with big tech companies to censor stories that would negatively impact their chances of getting elected at optimal and premium times, right? I mean, they're, they're, that, that is illegal. That is a crime. So, and, there's, and there's significant case law to back that up. Significant. But what will happen because of that? What will we do because of that? Where is the line where we say, okay, well, now it's so obvious that the people in power, let's just say the president, right? Because that's the, that's the big dog. That's the top dog, the big kahuna. Let's just say, okay, we can't confirm that President Biden won the 2020 election. We can't, right? And I don't really care if people yell at me and point and say, election denier, whatever, there was fraud and there was messiness. Let's just talk about it. Maybe Joseph Biden won. Maybe. Do I think that's likely? Honestly, at this point, I'm thinking it's less likely. From what I've seen, I think it's slightly more likely that, that Donald Trump won the 2020 election. Slightly. Can I prove it either way? No. I cannot prove that Donald Trump won the election or that Joe Biden won that election. I can't prove it. Nobody can prove it. It's unprovable. That's the problem that we're at. So at what point do we say the people running the country were not put there by the people of the country? Well, it seems to me like we're already at that point. I can't, I can't imagine how much further down the line we have to go to where it's, it's, it's so obvious. We have the then ex-vice president and the DNC working directly with big tech companies to specifically censor the news reporting of criminal activities perpetrated by the then ex-vice president and the DNC-related individuals and their families that would have, according to all the polls, completely changed the outcome of the election. And then the people in the big tech companies 
who helped to orchestrate that silencing of free speech, silencing of journalists, then go on to get up, get very cushy appointments within the new Biden administration. <laughs> That's hinky is all heck. And then you have many, many issues across many precincts throughout multiple states that raise at the very least significant questions as to the validity and point to significant possibilities of fraud. Significant. Okay. How much further do you have to go before you have to say, okay, maybe, just maybe, the currently elected president wasn't actually elected by the people. I think we're there. I can't. I, the only thing further is a sworn affidavit from Biden says, that says, Neener, 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 I stole the election. That's like the next step. Because at this point, it's just, there's just so much. Okay, so we're there. What next? Well, things start to get real dicey then, right? What do you do when you don't live in a, in a democracy anymore? I know we don't live in a democracy, but we live in a, in, in a essentially democratic form of government. But what do you do when your vote doesn't matter anymore? Well, um, number one, just throwing this out there because there's awfully good precedent for it. No taxation without representation. I, there is extremely good, well-documented, and undeniable facts that show that many of us do not have representation within the government, that our votes truly do not matter. Therefore, based on, based on past precedent, no taxation. Uh, the, 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 the tea and the goods get dumped in Boston Harbor, friends. I mean, right? Now, that's, that's a big, bold statement. That's not something to be taken lightly. Not at all. Because, I mean, holy cow, they sure didn't when they, when they started throwing that there party. <laughs> tea or not. It wasn't something taken lightly. But the, the idea was fundamentally sound and just. No taxation without representation. So do we as a populace stand up and say, okay, great. We don't pay taxes anymore until we have a representative government. Because right now, we have very little reason to believe that we have a representative form of government. Because we don't have one. Now, then the question is, do we actually do that? Because that is a huge step, one with potentially massive, massive repercussions, it, unless a huge number of people do it all at once. I mean, because that essentially you're you're <laughs> you're going to a, a form of war against the government. And I don't think most people are prepared to do that. It's a terrifying idea. I think most people, and I, and I completely understand this, would look at it and say, well, let's just uh, sit back and hope that uh, a couple of our really good senators, you know, push a few things and uh, maybe the next election will work out. Well, how the last two elections, the last two elections were rigged for, for up and down. Is it going to get better? 
I don't know that that it, that it will. Would I like it to get better? Yes. And there are some signs that it could. You know, I mean, Elon swooping in and buying up the Twitters helps to reveal things. So maybe, maybe that could help tip the scales right now. Maybe that information getting dumped and maybe the fact that we do have uh, now all of a sudden, starting in, in January, we're going to have a, a Republican majority in the House. Maybe we do have the finally the opportunity to run serious investigations and hearings that actually have some teeth. Do I think that'll actually happen? I, I honestly am not, I'm not, I'm not terribly optimistic about it because a lot of those, a lot of those Republicans, man, and I'm not a Democrat. I was, I stopped being a Democrat because yeah, but I'm also not a Republican. Do I vote essentially Republican? Yeah, I do, but I'm not a Republican at this point because I, because I see a lot of people in the Republican leadership that I don't see taking the required step, having, having the, the gumption, the willpower, the moral fortitude to stand up and say, wait, this can't happen. You, you, this has to get fixed right the hell now. I'm not seeing a whole lot of that. I see little bits of that here and there. And when I do see that from a, from a congressman or a senator here and there, that, that I, I give them high fives. But we need to see a lot more of it before something really actually changes. Otherwise, I think that in two years, we're going to have another election and it's going to be just the same. Maybe we'll get some, some, some peanut wins here and there. Maybe the overwhelming flood of, of people voting towards the, the, the right-hand side of the tickets will, uh, will outweigh a good chunk of the cheating that's going on on the left-hand side. But I still think there's going to be a massive amount of cheating. And because of all that, I think it's going to continue to be extraordinarily difficult to verify the results of those elections. And whether or not a Democrat or a Republican is voted into office, to me, is irrelevant. I just want to see the person that is elected by the people seated. That's it. If the, if the people where I live vote for someone than the else that I wouldn't vote for, well, so be it. If, my, if the candidate I like loses by a billion percent, okay, the people spoke. You know what? I'll go with that. Because that's how this works. But I need to be able to prove it. We need to be able to count it. When I, when I cast my votes in the 2020 election, I voted from the state of Oregon. Now, I had to fight with a lawyer to allow me to vote in the state of Oregon. Because I changed my registration from being a Democrat... Uh, in, in years previous to that, to being an independent. And when I did that, all of a sudden, I was not given my, my ballot. My address didn't change. Mailing address was still the same. But I was no longer listed as a Democrat. And the people that run the, the elections in the state of Oregon are Democrats top to bottom, 100%, or at least were at that point. I, I called them 
I emailed them. I was like, look, where are my ballots? I am registered. Here's a picture of my voter registration. Here's my driver's license that goes with it. Here's the address again. Where is my ballot? Over and over again. I had to get a lawyer to mail them on lawyer letterhead and threaten them with a lawsuit just to be able to vote. Just for them to give me a ballot. Because I can only assume... I was, I had deregistered myself as a, I, I was no longer a Democrat. It's ridiculous, right? I've seen so many hinky things happen on the micro scale like that. And on the bigger scales, like everything that happened in Arizona, all of the shenanigans that happened in Arizona overseen by the same woman who was running for governor. And then that woman who was running for governor <coughs> threatened people with jail time if they didn't verify that she won the election right now without an investigation. She actually did that. I mean, that's that's a dictatorship. When someone says, someone in charge of the election says, everyone voted for me and, and just doesn't let people vote for the other person, which is exactly what happened. And then threatens anyone who tries to investigate it with jail time if they look into it or postpone the verification until they can, can look into it further. It threatens them with jail time until they say that 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 yes yes ma'am you're the boss you're in charge you're in charge forever ma'am unless they say that they go to jail that's a dictatorship there's no other way to look at that and that's what's happening with our elections right now but what do we do about it where do we say this is far enough now we're done and once we say we're done, what the heck does that mean? Does that mean we stop paying taxes? Does that mean some sort of weird civil disobedience? What the heck does that mean? I don't know. I honestly don't know. But I think it's a discussion that that all of us need to have. And I think it's a discussion that people need to be having publicly because truthfully, People need to need to hear that this is a problem and people need to be taking it seriously. Yeah, this is something I just I wanted to talk about. I, I really just wanted to go over this today because it's it's such a serious thing. And I, I don't know where it goes from here. I would love to hear all of your guys' thoughts. Uh, so uh, post your thoughts over at uh, conservativenerds.substack.com in the comments or go over to conservativenerds.locals.com and, uh, and you know, post your thoughts over there as well. Wh- where is the line? So these are the two questions. Where is the line where we say we have no confidence that the leaders we elected are actually the ones we elected? And once we hit that line, what do we do then? Because in my mind, we've hit that line. In my mind, once, once you cannot verify who was elected, the line was hit. And we've gone well past that now. 
Because there's so many things layered on top of that, of fraud over here, manipulation over here, censorship and, 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 and whatnot over there. There's so many things happening, that, and it's almost entirely in one direction and coming from one central group that we're well past that line. Maybe, maybe the line for you is different. I would love to hear your thoughts on where that line is. But then, once we've hit that line, what then? Do we file a petition? <laughs> Do we start more lawsuits? Do we continue to push it, it, via the, the public town square of Twitters and whatnots just like we kind of have been, which has been showing some results? Maybe. Maybe that's the way to go. I, I have noticed a distinct change of late it, among many of the, the commentators and news people of the world, like the Tucker Carlson's and whatnot of the world. There was a point uh, over the last couple of years when Tucker Carlson was very much like, no, 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 these are the results of the election. You don't want to deny the results of the election. And now Tucker Carlson laughs regularly almost every evening about like, oh yeah, yeah, though he yeah, President Biden definitely got all those votes, wink wink. So obviously for many people, they've crossed that line. They've gotten to the point where, yeah, no, this is not legitimate anymore. And once you don't have a legitimate democratically elected leader running your country, what do you have and what do you do about it? So I'll put that out there. I, I'm not. I'm not suggesting an, a violence. I'm not suggesting an uprising. I'm not even suggesting anyone stop paying their taxes. But in the past, in the United States of America and the colonies before it, that's what we've done. And when we look back on those people, we applaud them. We talk about those people as heroes. The people that overthrew the shackles of the no representation government that said, the heck with you, King George. <laughs> right? They're heroes. So what happens now? It's worth pondering on. I feel like it, we're, we're at a stage in in current American history where this needs to be pondered on and thought about with seriousness and with calmness, not to be hasty, not to take hastier dramatic action, but to be serious and thoughtful about this with, a, with an eye towards how has this historically been handled and how did it work out and what is the right, moral, just, righteous, liberty-fueled thing to do. I have some of my personal thoughts, and I'm sure you can discern them based on what I've said so far. But I would love to hear yours. Uh, so again, conservativenerds.locals.com or conservativenerds.substack.com. Uh, let me know your thoughts. Uh, we also have a Conservative Nerds uh, Twitter account because things are crazy on Twitter. I believe it is at nerds on the right. Uh, <laughs> Because why not? Or something like that. Uh, if you look, just search for conservative nerds, you'll probably come up with it on Twitter. Uh, and uh, let me know. I want to hear what you think. I, because there's, there's a lot of people out there that are a lot smarter than I am. 
and have a lot of different experiences than I uh, than I do. And I, I would just love to hear your thoughts. All right, everybody. I hope things are wonderful in your neck of the woods. Hope you got to eat some great food today. Hope you got to hang out with your families and your friends and just generally have a good freedomy time. <laughs> and I will see all of you later. <laughs>